Welcome, everybody, to the first installment of iZombie Radio. I'm one of your hosts, Chris King, and we are so happy that you guys are here to join us on our very first episode. Um, we can't wait to, you know, to talk about this show that we absolutely love. Easily one of the best shows on TV. Um, so with this being our first episode, I'm going to let uh, my three other co-hosts introduce themselves as well, and then we're going to kind of get talking about how we got into the show exactly, you know, what we do and how we, you know, uh, how we cover it, what our kind of positions are, and um, without further ado, I'll hand it over to uh, Blaze Hopkins first. All right. Thanks, Chris. I don't really need to say my name again, but (laughs) um, yeah, I'm Blaze, and let's see. So I really got into iZombie when I knew about the comic and I had been meaning to get around to reading it, but I still haven't really done that. And the show came on, and I remember, like, I was watching it, but it was... At first, like, I was feeling it out. It wasn't a priority, you know? Um, And then you, like, we kept talking about it, and you, Chris, just, like, kept raving about it. And I sort of started to pay more attention to it, um... And my girlfriend really got into it, so it became like, even though I make her watch a ton of shows each week, it became one that I know she legitimately likes, Um, and I really like it too. Um, I just think it's, for me, I, I mean, Chris, you, I'm not going to take the credit for this, because (laughs) you've been saying it's the best DC TV show. Um, Yeah, I would, I mean, I honestly say it's the best in my opinion, the best comic book show on TV right now, DC. Yeah, and I definitely agree with that. So, yeah, you know, it's my my main, uh, one of my main shows each week that I will never miss. Um, What else, what else were we supposed to cover here? (laughs) I guess how we got into it. Um, I don't really cover the show, per se. We, I tag along with Chris, and Chris reviews the show, um, online and whenever we get press opportunities i pretty much tag along as his cameraman um so i essentially get to cover the show from a visual standpoint and um basically get into all the press rooms and everything yeah that's it's always a good time um yeah and i guess my i'm gonna throw this in there too my favorite characters characters are Ravi and Blaine. Two very good choices. Very good choices. But um, um yeah, at least for now, that's that's all I got. Um Loving where the show's going. Yeah, definitely. Um all right, awesome. Well thanks, Blaze. Um I'm gonna well, now welcome, Chris. <laughs> uh, I'm gonna now throw it over to Katrina to introduce herself as well. And kind of talk about how she got into iZombie. Awesome. Well, thank you guys so much for having me uh, here on your lineup. Um, I, I've loved iZombie since the, the Vertigo comic. So I was really excited for the TV series. And I was one of those comic fans who was kind of thrown for a loop when it was a little different. But I enjoyed the loop. And um, ever since then, I've just been hooked on the show. I was live last year for Halloween. And I've gotten to... <laughs> To talk to the cast a few times and it's always been great so I, I came for the 
the comic that I knew and I stayed for all of the Star Wars references and you know, and it's just been downhill from there. <laughs> yeah, with, <laughs> with a new hope and uh, Phantom Menace, all the the references for the rats, it's been great. Absolutely. Um, but I, on the side, speaking of Star Wars, I do write for StarWars.com. Um, I'm the weeknight editor for uh, Inverse.com. So as we record this, I am on the, the, the clock. Um, <laughs> and nice. you can catch my, my other work over on uh, Blaster Fangirls. And this would be my third podcast following the live show Woman Up, which is every other Wednesday on Twitch. And uh, Hanging with Team Kanan, which is my Star Wars Rebels podcast. So I have... Buddy. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's awesome, and thanks for you know, especially because I'm sure a lot of iZombie fans are Star Wars fans as well. I know I am, yeah. so checking out mm-hmm. the stuff on StarWars.com and then that podcast as well. That sounds great. Thanks so much. Um, all right, Sean, would you like to talk a little bit about yourself, my friend? Yeah, sure. Uh, my name is Sean. Currently on Twitter, I am Pineapple Sean. There's a specific reason behind that. <laughs> formerly Speed Force Sean, spor- <laughs> formerly the snarkiest Sean. There's stories behind all of that. But I actually came from a different angle when it came to iZombie. Uh, the lead actress, Rose McIver. Uh, confession, I am a huge Power Rangers fan. And she uh-huh. was in one of the last Disney seasons. Disney owned power rangers for a period of time and it was the last disney owned season and when i heard she was going to be on another show i'm like what 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 set the dvr uh buttons uh, remotes flying everywhere trying to find (laughs) batteries that worked you know all that fun jazz so i'm not really a comic book reader which is kind of sad because i don't have time to read comic books you will be you will be uh yeah well i have read the original Deadpool run. That's as much as I've gotten through and maybe like two or three issues of the original Constantine run or Hellblazer run. I'm working on it. It's <laughs> it's it's baby steps. It's Getting amazing. me to read is hard. <laughs> um but yeah, I've I would want to say I'm kind of like the most uh greenhorn of the group here. I'm on another podcast called Geekishly Toku, where we talk about everything geek and everything tokusatsu. Tokusatsu being like the live-action Japanese spandex-clad people fighting monsters in rubber suits. Nice. So essentially Power Rangers. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and, and if I remember right, Rose McIver, she was the Yellow Ranger? Yes, she was. Oh. So I have an interesting connection to Power Rangers. Sorry, I was yelling at my dog. Fun. Go <laughs> for it. <laughs> uh, um, I actually used to be the Power Rangers social media manager. Um, I, I was I was their social media manager throughout last year, so it was like really funny going back through the old pictures and seeing photos of Rose while I was watching like iZombie on Hulu in the morning. You know. Oh wow! Yeah. So that reference <laughs> talking about the Power Rangers movie in one yes. of the iZombie episodes. <laughs> Killed me. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> Definitely. So yeah. Uh, so yeah, this would be my second podcast. Uh, I write for the Marvel Report, mostly covering Guardians of the Galaxy, the animated series. I'm I'm working on branching out. I'm actually technically two weeks behind. Sorry, Andy. Uh, <laughs> you know, I've been I've been busy, <laughs> mostly playing Halo Five, but you know. <laughs> that's beside the point. It's a it's uh, a form of busyness. 
<laughs> exactly. Um, and yeah, I'm really excited to be able to talk about this because I don't talk about this on my other podcast. It's like every other comic book show except this one. <laughs> well, glad to, glad to have you as a part of the team, man. Glad you got a chance yeah. to talk about it. Yeah, um, thank you. Uh, don't mind my dog barking randomly. <laughs> my door is open. She's living in my room, and she barks at everything. My bedroom is also near the front door, so you'll hear the door slamming quite often. <laughs> it, it will become ambient noise at some point, I'm sure, man. Oh, it's become a running joke on my other podcast. <laughs> <laughs> nice. Um, no, that's great. Well, uh, thank you guys for you know introducing yourselves. Um, I'll just kind of talk a little bit more about how I got into the show. Um, again, my name's Chris King. I'm uh, the managing editor uh, over at TVOverMind.com, and that's actually where I... Uh, review iZombie Weekly. Uh, it's like one of probably, uh, I guess, like four or five shows um, I cover. I cover that, New Girl, Homeland, and uh, a couple other shows. Um, but iZombie's probably, out of all of those, definitely my favorite. Um, and so, just kind of like everybody else, I kind of came to the show with an open mind, and after a few episodes, with just the chemistry of the cast and the writing and everything, I... I just grew to love it. And I thought especially this most recent season, the second season, kind of it took everything that was great about the show and just amplified it um, and, and made me love it even more. Uh, so, yeah, that's that's how I got into it. And I'm, I'm really excited to cover the show again uh, at Comic-Con next week and uh, hopefully bring some good uh, some good scoops uh, to this podcast. But uh, but yeah, that's that's pretty much where I'm at. And uh, so I mainly you guys can mainly find my work on uh, tvovermind.com. I also like Sean uh, and like like Blaze, and uh, I, I write for the, the Marvel Report um, a little bit too, doing Agents of S.H.I.E.L.D. reviews. Uh, but yeah, that's that's kind of where where I've, uh, I kind of became a big fan of the show was through reviewing it, and uh, I'm really excited because as fun as it is to write about it yourself, it's so much more fun to talk about shows with other people, and uh, a podcast is a great way to do it. Well, glad we got this uh, band of miscreants together then. Yeah. <laughs> really Def excited. Yeah, definitely. Um, well, then, moving forward, now that we kind of uh, have introduced the team to you guys, uh, we just wanted to give you guys sort of an idea of, of how we're kind of going to be covering the show, um, especially during this, this off season, because we know iZombie is not coming back um, until probably earliest January, so um, it's going to be a long hiatus, but we'll all stick it through together. Uh, and um, our, our plan here is mainly to, uh, you know, report any news that's coming out. Um, we're also going to do more than likely, we're going to do kind of character features or profiles um, about where kind of, you know, these characters have been over the past two seasons, but also character predictions, where we want to see Liv go in season three, what we want to see uh, Ravi do next. And then um, we're also kicking around the idea of even possibly, and and this can be kind of up to you guys as well who are listening to us. Get you know get your feedback um, about maybe doing uh, sort of a season one and two rewatch and maybe reviewing a, an old episode um, on the show uh, as well. Every you know when we're on every other week. So um, those are kind of our ideas and our kind of game plan moving forward. Uh, we're just going to try to keep it fun. Uh, keep it informative and just kind of have a good time talking about the show we all love. 
Uh, and that's kind of the, the idea of what you can expect. When the show comes back on at mid-season, um, I think our episodes will definitely be uh, a little more dedicated to talking about uh, you know the episode that aired that week. But uh, but you know we'll we'll kind of touch on that as we get closer to the show uh, the show premiering. Um, but uh, with that said, uh, you know we're kind of keeping it short this week, just introducing ourselves to everybody. But we do want to talk about um, some iZombie news that we have as we're leading up to Comic Con next week. Um, I know Sean specifically, you wanted to talk about the exclusive Funko Pop that we have coming. I just really want it, honestly. <laughs> Same. Probably won't be able to get it anytime soon, but I just, I need it. <laughs> I recently got, like, these two uh, pop keychains of okay. Thor and Iron Man. Uh, that was for my birthday, but I'm now just obsessed, and I just, <laughs> I don't know. Like, I just, it's hard to put into words. How I feel right now. <laughs> uh, yeah, no, I'm I'm the same way. Well, I know Blaze. Blaze has like an incredible collection of of pops, and it's like to add that one would only be like I you, know. have, you have Stormtrooper Finn. You have like all these other like kind of exclusive ones, and yeah, no, it's definitely like one of the top of my list. Um, especially because like this year, for a bunch of them, they've announced like. The, like that after Comic Con, they'll be coming to certain stores. Mm-hmm. Um, but I don't think they have done that for the iZombie one, so it makes it even more more exclusive. But yeah, I think it looks really cool. It's about time that they put them out for this show. Definitely. So <laughs> I just I really want a Ravi one now. Yeah. Just- <laughs> yes. Oh, just for no other reason than I just need a little Ravi. <laughs> I want a little zombie major variant. I think that would that would really complete my life. Definitely, K- Katrina. Do you are, are you into collecting uh, Funko Pops as well? Do you have a collection of any sort? Or? I have not uh, allowed myself to have a collection. <laughs> um, I my my room is primarily swamped in books and comics, so. Um, yeah. I've been limiting myself for now. I, I, I said no to Smuggler's Bounty. I said no to the Marvel Collector Corps. And <laughs> uh, and because I am very short and very impatient, um, I don't think that I'm going to be able to get any of the exclusives uh, at Comic-Con. But, I mean, I, I hope that it does really well so that they can see, like, there's a huge demand for this and we really want more of the Funko Pop figurines. Because I would go up for a Liv or a Ravi. Yeah, yeah, same here. Especially because, like, I don't know, the detail on this one, just with the photos, I mean, compared to some of the other pops, it's like the live pop is, like, so detailed, and it's just so honest. It looks like one of the best ones they've kind of come up with that they've put out. Yeah. Except she doesn't have a mouth. (laughs) That's the one detail they've missed. I mean, most of them don't have mouths. The ones that Mm -hmm. do have mouths kind of look a little weird. Yeah. Exactly. Yeah, they're they're keeping her keeping her looking cool, I guess. Um, but uh, but no, yeah. So that that will definitely be something that you know the four of us will be on the lookout for because we're all four of us are going to be in San Diego Comic Con, which is really exciting. Oh yes, I know. Yeah, I'm also just hoping that in general there is 
actual iZombie merch like Same. at all because Chris last year when Chris and I were there that was the one thing like we were complaining about was like there was nothing except for like the stock posters for iZombie mm-hmm. and yes. I need a t-shirt yep. um but yeah I, I think this show obviously has only gotten bigger and hopefully there will be some whether it's like artists or whatever I just want more unique iZombie merchandise to purchase. Mm-hmm. Uh, definitely, because like all the art last year, I saw so much Flash and Arrow and you know Marvel art, and that's awesome. And like I'm all for that, but come on, guys! Like, <laughs> <laughs> like the best, the-, the best show on the network, and like, come on. Um, but uh, but yeah, no, I. Uh, yeah, I'm hoping for the same thing, Blaze. Even if I can't get my hit hands on that Live uh, Funko, I'm gonna be keeping an eye out whether it's a shirt or uh, like a nice print or something. Because I need I need some my zombie in my room. I need some. Yeah, my, you know. I agree. Yeah, uh, if you guys have uh, have seen any photos of my room as of recent, I have one wall that is like just completely covered in artwork, and uh, and I'm just hoping that I can get something from iZombie because most of my wall is like Star Wars so trying to even stuff out around here and I'm a big art like fan art collector so I love collecting really pretty fan art so fingers crossed yeah (laughs) same here I literally I spent I went way over budget for uh when I was at Philly Philly Comic Con I was like all right I'll spend like twenty dollars eighty dollars later and I have like five (laughs) different prints uh but uh so I gotta I gotta keep my wallet a little more tight, but um, but anyway, uh, going from that, uh, going from something that might be kind of hard to get in the you know the Live Funko Pop to something that everybody should be getting because it just came out today is the iZombie Season Two DVD and Blu-ray. Um, Woo is right. Uh, did you pick them up today? No. So that's the annoying thing. Um, I did want to kind of bring this up on here. So. Best Buy doesn't even have the Blu-ray, and then Am- lame. <laughs> and then um, Amazon is temporarily out of stock, and they made such a big deal because um, the first season was only released on DVD, and then they've been saying about how both seasons today were going to be released on Blu-ray, and like unless you buy it from like the Warner Brothers store, it's like really hard to find, which is kind of a bummer because I want to watch iZombie in like the best picture possible. Mm-hmm. Um, but but with that, they've released some pretty cool uh, deleted scenes. Even on uh, the Facebook page, they had one from. It looked like it was from the uh, the first part of uh, the season two finale. So if you're not cut up, guys, spoiler alert. Uh, uh-huh. uh, it's um, it had to deal with uh, Basio and Clive were um, interviewing Liv and asking her. Uh, kind of about Ravi and Major and about the Chaos Killer thing. And it kind of provided a little more, I guess, like kind of connective uh, tissue in that episode. So there's definitely some cool features on there besides just the, you know, the 19 episodes. Hmm. Which. Yeah, I'll definitely plan on picking it up. Yeah, definitely. Same here. Hopefully yeah, normally buy DVD sets. Season one on Blu-ray, and it really um, all the extras are definitely worth it. So if you guys at home are considering it, I would I would vouch for that because it's it's packed with a lot of really cool stuff. And if you're a diehard fan of the show, you're going to want to see it. 
Definitely, because that's why I still buy Blu-rays is for the features. Because like, yeah, everything's on Netflix now, but you don't get the you don't get the bonus features, and that's kind of what makes the the you know the DVD seasons or the Blu-ray seasons so like so nice to have. And that's why yeah. I bought the entire eight-season Psych collectors series or whatever. <laughs> nice. <laughs> Spent almost two hundred bucks on that. Those those things are always worth it, though, in my opinion. Always worth it. And it was on sale. <laughs> awesome. Um, well, then, the last thing I kind of really want to talk about uh, in sort of news, but more kind of what we really want to see um, from iZombie at Comic-Con. We know that they don't start filming yet um, until, I believe it's July 25th, uh, that Monday, right after Comic-Con. So I don't think we're going to get any footage. But... Um, you know, I just kind of want to go around the panel here, um, since we're all, especially we're all going to be in San Diego, you know, even if some of us aren't in the press room, we're at least probably all going to be there for the panel on Friday. Um, so I, I'm, I'm wondering what, you know, uh, you know, Sean, we can start with you kind of where, what you want to see, like, is there anything in particular you want to hear about from season three? Do you think, is there anything that you think we're going to hear, um, announced? more about who the big bad's going to be for the season. Like we already know who it is, but like more about what their real objective is. Because at the, we in the finale, you just she there's zombies. There's just tons of zombies everywhere. And we just and I just want to see where their sort of direction is. Yeah, I'm I'm definitely ready to sorry to jump in here. I'm definitely ready on top of that. I want to see the show just like i'm ready for it to sort of like break open a little bit more um you know yeah we have all these new zombies and there's obviously like a much bigger picture to what's going on and to you know this zombie culture and there's like a hierarchy basically and um i i think it'll be cool i'm hoping to hear a little i personally i'm hoping to hear a little more about um, how the show might step into a little bit more of a supernatural realm and uh, kind of incorporate more of those influences. Yeah, um, I, I, I kind of I feel the same way. And I also think that adding all of those zombies and really making this such a big problem is kind of expanding the the universe of iZombie. Like, this isn't just happening now within mm-hmm. Seattle. Like, this is now going to be a, a huge, huge problem. And um, I'm excited to see how uh, the ethics of zombies are uh, are handled once it becomes a widespread thing. Like, will it be like mutants in Marvel where, you know, you have to register? Like, is it going to be that widespread of an effect? So Yeah, exactly. Like, really cool. It seems like it's just finally about to, like, blow open a little bit. And I also think yeah. it'll be fun because, like you said... It sort of is like all the characters that we've interacted with so far, you know, they've, it's all been like small town, like one town, you know, little city of Seattle and everything. And, uh, and, you know, it hasn't really expanded outside of that and it'll be weird, like cool, but weird to, you know, all of a sudden have, oh wait, like this, this is like a, a national thing. Is it a worldwide thing? Like and and i wonder too with this kind of introduction of this like zombie army or zombie kind of underworld if like lives kind of loyalties are going to be kind of uh 
if she's going to really have to make like a choice between, you know, her human friends and her human life and maybe like people of her kind, is she going to be tempted in any kind of way if she sees this new like lifestyle that these other zombies have? Yeah. Like, can they help her or like offer her more than her past life does, you know, because she's still obviously like she's gotten along fine, but what if she can sort of make her friends lot or like to in her opinion probably like feel like she can make her friends lives easier you know by not having to deal with a zombie as much um can she learn more about herself and you know i definitely agree that there's like a lot of appeal in that and i think it would be really nice character development mm-hmm. yeah no i i definitely agree and i think that's the most you know, interesting thing. And then also how Major's going to play into that too, because Major's now um, a full on zombie too. So it's like, how's, how's he going to respond to this news, especially because he was at first so, so against the idea of being a zombie. And um, I'm really curious how he's going to adjust to kind of living this way constantly. Well, he's also a ticking time bomb too, because the cure isn't, the cure's gonna kill him. Like it did with the rats. With New Hope. Yeah, I, I wonder with with that whole thing with the cure too, how that's gonna kinda come into play because that was such a big thing. And then also the kind of the side effects on Blaine, like whether we believe his memory's really lost or not, and um kind of is he this good guy that he you know, tries to be now or is this just a facade he's putting on? Especially with, you know, with Peyton and Ravi and that whole situation in the finale. Um, I, I really wonder kind of how that's going to be uh, explored, too. Yeah. And uh, one last thing at least I want to say is how pumped I am that Ellen Mashaka is now a series regular. Uh, yes. Yeah, ex- right? Yes. I'm Season so 2 did not, did not feel right with her not being there for... Mm-hmm. a chunk of time definitely i'm i'm really excited to kind of i mean i'm i love the ravi peyton relationship but i'm like excited to see kind of what peyton is gonna get kind of maybe beyond the love interest too like now that she's a regular how mm-hmm. much more is she gonna play a role into these storylines and into this you know the kind of overarching plot of the season yeah i mean she's always best when she's teaming up with live in my opinion you know she's she, they, they're, they're kind of that strong friendship that's been thrown into the back burner, I think, uh, for a majority of the past two seasons. So I'm, I'm especially with every everything kind of erupting right now, I'm interested to see how Peyton, like, how her role plays into that. Definitely. And I think she's going to be kind of that anchor, even more so than Major, even more so than Ravi, that kind of ties Liv back to her human world even if the zombies are kind of pulling her, you know, away. Um, yeah, I'm just, I'm just happy that everyone's like cool with Liv being a zombie. You know, Clive is too. Like, we're kind of past the whole like secret keeping part. I'm just ready for. I'm just so happy everybody knows now. Hmm. <laughs> everybody for, that's important. Yeah, yeah. exactly. I'm so, her mom and her brother aren't aren't as important. I'm sorry, like they they are. They're important, but they're not like, you know. They're not. They're not series regulars. Um. Mm-hmm. 
But uh, that's going to wrap it up for uh, us this time, guys, on our very first episode of iZombie Radio. I want to thank you all again for taking the time to check out this podcast, give us a listen, and uh, I really hope you come back for our next episode. Um, Make sure that if you're not already, make sure you're following the whole iZombie Radio team on uh, Twitter. You can follow Katrina at OKatrina. That's all one word. You can follow Sean at snarky sean and then you can follow blaze at blaze hopkins and follow me at c king er c kinger 13 and then make sure you're following the show at iZombie radio um we just want to thank uh the dc tv podcast team we're so happy to be part of this network and we can't wait to keep this going for you guys um you know during the hiatus and once the show is back on the air so I hope you listened, enjoyed, and I hope you subscribe and be on the lookout for our next episode, which will be post-Comic-Con. I'm sure there'll be a lot of awesome news to talk about. Thanks again for listening, everybody. Bye-bye.